Um, my name is Ian Benjamin Kenny, and I. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> I'm a. a Jesus, I'm... Okay, can we start again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've known Ian Benjamin Kenny for a few years now. We worked together on a kids' TV show together, Brain Freeze. He was the director, I was the puppeteer. That's right, I'm a double threat podcaster and puppeteer. And it's really not surprising that Benny isn't quite sure how to put a name on what it is he does, because he pretty much does everything. When making Brain Freeze, not only did he direct, but he also built the puppets for the show. All of them. When we'd suddenly need a crab in the scene, Benny would just like grab whatever was lying around and build an amazing crab there in front of your very eyes. He's illustrated for books, he's an animator, he's created all of the visual effects shots for the documentary The Farthest, all about the Voyager spacecraft, which is amazing, by the way. All that is to say, he can throw his hand to anything. When he mentioned that he was making a board game, I was like, of course you are. Who else do I know who would just randomly be making a board game from scratch for fun? And then I realized that even though board games were a huge part of my childhood, I didn't know anything about how you make one. So here we are. I'm Liam Garrity. It's time to meet your maker. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Meet your maker. The first board game Ian ever made was when he was a kid. I remember I made one before. It was like it was like a really violent American football game. <laughs> I, I was only in sixth class or something, and I made it was made out of cardboard box, and all the pieces were little pieces of cardboard. And yeah, I brought it into to school. We had like um, you know bring your toy into school, so I brought in my cardboard box game. Yeah, just to see if people would play it, and they did. And they liked it, and it worked which is always good. Ian made lots of other board games as a kid, but this is the first one in a very long time. I just came up with this idea for this board game. It was really out of one day my wife, Izzy, came home with a big wooden table and it had a glass top on it. She kind of restores furniture, so she was restoring this table and I thought, wouldn't it be great if you had a board game on the wooden table because there was a glass top on it and you could just have it there all the time and you could have your dinner and then play a board game after dinner that's just always there i don't know ian decided his board game was going to be about pirates why not (laughs) pirates are fun it was just it well it was it was that it was because we had this table i thought it'd be cool to do it like an old style pirate treasure map that would just be on the table that would look kind of cool and I suppose that's where it was but it was it was when we were on holidays this summer like sorry before that <laughs> but what, the reason I didn't make the table version was because Izzy sold the table so <laughs> I kind of ended that and I forgot all about it but then I was on holidays this summer we were in Spain and one of the days it was raining so we were all bored so I made a cardboard cut out game that was based on that idea and it's just it's a it's a treasure map basically yeah it had little markers on it for where the treasures 
going to be like 10 markers or something on it and if you land in that spot you may or may not get the treasure and there's only one piece of treasure so we were there with friends and one of the friends had this brilliant idea of going once you get the treasure why doesn't all the other players have to go and chase the pirate with the treasure so it made it a made a little twist to the game that makes it a bit more interesting you roll a dice and you move you move around the board but I thought it would be kind of fun to have some places on the board that when you land you have to have a duel with another player so the duel is the ye olde game of cannibal sword and parchment yeah so cannibal beats sword sword beats parchment parchment beats cannibal it's rock paper scissors basically if you lose the duel then you have to be humiliated basically <laughs> so <laughs> In so a, what are some of the forfeits? Uh, yeah, forfeits in a piratey fashion. These are rough, but there's a sing a sea shanty. You can only say yar until your next go, no matter who, no, no matter what anyone asks you. You hop around the room like you're missing your peg leg until your next go. Pretend you're a parrot and repeat everything everybody's saying until your next go. Uh, I have one just, <laughs> oh yeah, insult each player on their next turn. And there's another one that says here, just fucking tidy up the table (laughs) but I don't think you're going to put that one in (laughs) because it's a treasure map there's going to be place names on all the little all the little areas and when you pick up the cards you can can be sent these parts of the island or you know different things can happen there's like stupid names for them that are yeah need to be changed <laughs> but it's uh, coconut falls and mermaid cove piranha springs yeah it's just silly silly there is an amazing mount kaboom pathetic (laughs) one big inspiration for the style of illustration Ian has done on this board was from a series of books he had growing up yeah so this is the book it's an Osborne puzzle adventure illustrations in this were were an inspiration for the the style of the board game it's called Agent Arthur's Jungle Journey it's by Martin Oliver and is illustrated by Paddy Mounter it's a good pirate name isn't it (laughs) Ah, Paddy Mounter (laughs) <laughs> so I remember I had these as well and like every page before you could go on to the next page you'd have to solve some sort of puzzle so there was all different puzzles on each page and some had big two page spreads with uh, this particular book was set in a jungle so it's all trees and rocks and ferns and animals and things so this one is kind of like just a maze that you have to make your way out of it looks like yeah uh, Maybe. yeah I think it's a maze but there's loads of detail and I just love the scratchy look of it. It's pure nostalgia though, <laughs> you know. Uh, but the illustrations are lovely. Yeah, I suppose just start, I just started by writing down the ideas and then coming up with the board. I mean, it's all a work in progress. I haven't even tested this yet and see if, if it actually works, but roughing like uh, just doing a very rough version where you're just placing out the markers on the board and trying to space them out uh, to you know to make it fair and even it's very hard until you start playing it i suppose to know if it's going to work or 
you know, what needs to be changed. It, it'll have to be tested, you know. So if you want to come around for board games, some evening. <laughs> Ian actually has a better game tester in-house. In fact, he has three of them. Hello, Liam. Everyone say hello, Liam. Hello, Liam. Now, so Liam, it's Sunday afternoon. It's wet. It's horrible outside. And it's nice and cosy in here. And we're sitting down at the kitchen table playing. And a game. A board game. And we were in the tent and it was kind of cold in there. So A few months after I spoke to Ian, he sat down with his kids to play. So give me your name and your age there. I am Matilda, and I am one. almost nine. No, she's one. I'm eight years old. Who are you? I'm six. Uh, is that your name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six. Hi, six. How old are you, six? Six. <laughs> okay. I'm Ralph, and I'm six. Who are you? Come on, who are you? What's your name? Uh, Quickly. Um, What's your name? Um, just say your name. Uh, Come on, you're just trying to be funny. Penelope! Penelope. And what age are you, Penelope? Uh, three. He'd assembled a prototype, had the board printed up at the local printers. He printed out all of the cards at home and laminated every single one of them. And then, a year later... It was time to go on holidays again. I had spoken before that I would sort of come up with the idea while I was on holiday. So I brought over the prototype to Spain to the same gang that we go on holidays with. So there's a big gang of kids there, all my my kids' friends, and got them to play the game. So perfect uh, focus test group. Uh, Well, I like Mount Kaboom. And I like... Mud River. So, yeah, they played the game. They liked it. They sang sea shanties, hopped around on their peg legs, and took great pleasure when the cards said that they have to insult everyone else came up. <laughs> you look like a barnacle out of a fish's posterior. Well, they liked it to a point. <laughs> and the point was at the end when there was one winner and everybody else lost. <laughs> I don't know uh, if it was my kids or what, but they just they can't deal with losing. So it, it worked, but it didn't work because it just ended up in fights. My kids would just end up fighting all the time. They love playing it, but they just hated losing and they ended up fighting all the time. So I don't know if it was the rules or if it was because it was pirate themed or what. Don't let it get the treasure! I got it! <laughs> So it got me thinking, anyway, that I just was so sick of them arguing that maybe I could come up with a game where they didn't fight, that was just a bit more passive and that they could actually enjoy playing a board game. Like, I used to enjoy playing a board game when I was young. So Peaceful pirates. Peaceful pirates, yeah, yeah, kind of. I came up with an idea of, it's, it's a maze-type game, basically. So it's four players are st- they're stuck inside a maze or what I have is a forest and they have to try to escape the forest. It's a pretty simple premise. And along the way, just to make it interesting, they bump into forest creatures and initially I thought these are going to be 
goblins and ogres and things, and they're going to have to fight them and roll a you know roll a dice and you know get number three and you beat the goblin. But I thought I'm so sick of the fighting that maybe what if there were nice forest creatures that were in trouble and they just needed uh, they needed some help. So you help the creatures rather than fight them. <laughs> So I thought that was a good idea. And then that got me thinking again when a player manages to to escape the forest. So that's the, they'd be the winner, essentially. But their game isn't over. They have to continue playing. But what they have to do is try and help everybody else who are in the maze to try and get them out of the maze. So just to get the kids helping each other. And then at the end, they've all helped each other to escape the maze. And hooray, everybody's happy. And my children will never, ever fight again because I've made this amazing board game. But I haven't made it yet. (laughs) And I probably won't. (laughs) You can see all of the amazing things Ian makes at ianbenjaminkenny.com. Okay, so I have some really exciting news. Well, actually, two pieces of really exciting news. Number one, later this month, Meet Your Maker is doing an entire series about the history of the animation industry in Ireland. It's something I'm so interested in, and I've been recording interviews for it, like, for literally years. I can't wait for you to hear it, and in fact, if you stick around until after the credits, you can be the first to hear the trailer for it. The second piece of news is that Meet Your Maker is now on Patreon, meaning that you can join our official fan club and help support the show. When I was a kid, I absolutely loved joining fan clubs for comic books that I read, like the Beano and the Dandy, so I want to try and recreate that feeling for you. Just go to patreon.com forward slash meetyourmaker and you can join the club by subscribing at whatever tier you can afford. They start at $1 and each one offers all sorts of goodies, including an all new podcast called Meet Your Maker Minis, where you'll get to hear all sorts of interviews and clips I couldn't fit into the main show. In fact, the first one is up right now. So if you go join the club, subscribe and you can hear that. Meet Your Maker takes a lot of time and effort to make, all in my spare time, so by subscribing on the Meet Your Maker Patreon, even for a dollar a month, would really help me out. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash meetyourmaker. That trailer for the series on animation is coming up in just a moment. First, Meet Your Maker is produced and hosted by me, Liam Garrity. Our theme music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. Additional music in this episode was by Blue Dot Sessions. If you enjoy the show, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Every time I read one, they always make my day. Meet Your Maker is a founding member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. You'll find more shows on thewarren.ie. Okay. Here's that trailer you've been waiting for. When I came over here and discovered Irish animation, it was absolutely amazing and there's no reason why anyone would want to leave. How on earth did a little island called Ireland become an animation powerhouse? There were a lot of seeds, there was fertilizer, and you know, in the late 90s there was a little bit of sun. <laughs> Welcome to Animation Island. 
a new miniseries from Meet Your Maker that sets sail to uncover the history of the animation industry in Ireland. Animators were kind of like a, an itch that needed to be scratched by, you know, by all of the funding bodies. There were lots of us. That was the thing. From the discovery of Ireland's oldest known animation. It wasn't actually an attic. It was a garage, I think. To the remarkable experiences that inspired some of the most incredible animated films. Jimmy was a victim in the war in that he was interned in an American concentration camp. And he hated war as a result. We'll meet the people who produced 80s cult hit Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Dublin. Initially, I thought it was the oddest thing I'd ever heard. Dude, on my shell and hope to die. The epic story of the animator who left Disney and set up one of the biggest rival studios in Ireland. Going into feature animation is quite a big gamble, you know, given that you're up against the likes of Disney. Every day you'd bring your animation to them and they'd look at it on the video and they'd tear you to little tiny pieces and then you'd go back and cry for a while. We'll follow the journey for over a century, right up to present day. That's what's really been wonderful over the last 20 years I think is seeing Irish people really come up with their own characters come up with their own stories even the fact that you can have a job that's drawing you know I think that's amazing you know Animation Island a new miniseries from Meet Your Maker coming soon Meet Your Maker is a member of The Warren the home of great Irish podcasts as is my podcast Science Drops see all our shows on thewarren.ie